This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Boys and girls, how are you? Welcome into a Thursday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sherapan, not where he normally would be. He is on the West Coast. More on that in a second. I'm Matt Peralta, the Bostonian. We have a bunch of cool things to get to today on the program at Boston versus the book on the Twitter. If you guys want to come and follow us, the bet prep chat room. If you want to hop into our discord, betprep.com slash chat. The live stream on YouTube has it going on right now for our live chat Twitter as well. Dave. Where are you on this Thursday? Good morning, sir. Uh, I am at uh, beautiful, sunny. It's still that overcast that morning, but uh, burns got to come off. But San Diego, we uh, we got in the car, me, Big Consig, Middle Consig, Kylie and Kelsey got in the car, hit the road, drove last night. Those two passed out. It's just <laughs> me in the open road, uh, music, trying to listen to ball games. Apparently, uh, San Diego has been renamed Slam Diego, Grand Slam. It was over before I even got out of Nevada. I mean, it was <laughs> ridiculous. So it's like, all right, I don't need to listen to this. I'll just listen to some music. Woke up this morning and tested the line, and here we are, sir. Let's go. It's very cool. If we do have any technical issues, just going to bear with us here because we are yeah. for the first time doing it with Dave is going to be out of his house. So this is always kind of at the mercy of technology, but so far yes. so good. I think we're, I think we're good to go here on this slam. Diego was a thing last year. Are they going to recoin it now that they've got four masher? Orsillo got caught up in it. I saw the replay of the Grand Slam, and I was like, really? Like, we're <laughs> going to do this again? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they got a day game today. Hopefully, we're going to head down to the game. If we can get these kids out of bed. They're not good at in the day game after night game. They're just yeah. not. It's, just, it's, a, it's a tough trip, and then wake up, and let's get moving. And then we got a weekend series here. We, we're, we're playing tournament. The kids are playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, uh, in the Padres are going up to L.A. It's not that far of a drive. I don't know if we can be convinced if we can squeeze it in, but we might even get a night game in up there. So wow. Yeah. How about that? Look at that. So you have a work and a play trip for you head, heading on over. Are you going to do MLB Network stuff or you don't know yet as to what you're going to do with those guys? On hold. We're, on we're hold, waiting. Okay. We're waiting for the text. We'll, we'll right. see. To see where yeah. you jump in, but you're coaching. So you're over they, there. All for all. some reason, they don't just let me just go on a field to do those things. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> there's a lot of hoops you're going to jump through to, for them to let you in the dugout. You can just walk onto the field. I'm Dave Sheriff. No, Give me a microphone. Yet. No, they, 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 they got to you got to throw this credential process and all these things. So we're waiting and see. All right. Very cool. Welcome back. Football. Hall of Fame game tonight. We get a football game to watch. It's not a football game. I don't care what it is. I don't care how bad it is. It's better (laughs) than USFL and it's better than the XFL. It's better than arena football. It's better than spring football in college. 
It's football on my TV set. That's all that matters. I can already smell the brisket cooking in my (laughs) smoker. I can already feel the Sunday. You're making the brisket today? It's the preseason? No, no, no. no. Not not, not, not today. I'm just saying I can can imagine in my brain as to how I'm going to be doing this and what I'm going to be doing on Sundays and Saturdays and just how much bleeping fun the weekends are when it comes to football and it comes to being just, you know, I'm a homebody for six months. I don't care. I just get to watch football on Saturdays and Sundays and hang out, eat food and drink and have a good old time. And I just, I can't, I can't wait. I, I'm planning out the whole living room as to how it's going to go and where I want everything and how I want it all set up. And I'm just, I'm so freaking excited. And yes, it might be bad football, but even bad football, it's kind of like the other thing that they say, even when it's bad, it's good. Both, both are wrong. Both that, the other thing, and that are wrong. <laughs> the other thing, really? Wow. Yeah, it's 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 not. I mean, I don't I don't know. I just, it's not. Um, <laughs> for the kids, you'll find out later. Don't worry yes, about it. Don't um, or your head. <laughs> will you make it to the end of this game? I know you'll work. At, you'll you'll start at the beginning and watch the first part of it. Will you be watching the game? Yes, no. What's the price? I'll watch the whole thing because I want to see the backup quarterback situation for the Raiders. So is Jared Stidham really going to be the backup quarterback for this team? Like he's going to play the majority of the snaps. So I want to, I I want to see if it's going to be Jared Stidham. I'm going to, I'm going to watch him closely to see if this guy actually, and then who's going to be behind him in the the quarterback rotations, the play calling for Josh McDaniels. What are they going to do? Are, Are they going to run? you know, a Patriot style offense, or are they going to run something else? Are they going to be, you know, he's not playing anybody tonight. You know, if we see Devonte Adams for a single snap, I'll be stunned. The video, if you've not seen the video of those guys in an Uber yesterday, oh, it was God. the best thing about yesterday on the internet was that oh, Hunter God. Renfro ordered a, a Toyota, look at a Toyota Camry yeah. for Derek Carr, Devonte Adams himself, and I'm not sure who was in the middle, but there were four NFL players in a Toyota Camry with a driver. So five guys <laughs> in one Camry. Either way, if he did it on purpose, that's great. And if he didn't, it's even, even better. better. But even better. <laughs> he's never in charge of ordering it again. That's, that's what Devontae no Adams said. Yeah, he treated Hunter Renfro was no longer in charge of order, ordering Ever. Ubers. <laughs> You can do that once. And whether you got them or Uber got you, you're out. That's it. You're never doing it again. It's beautiful. I absolutely love it. It's good team bonding. It's good, you know, shows the offense. And those are the two guys, right? And I don't know if it was Waller in the middle or not, but if it was Waller, that's great. Because those are the four amigos that we got to come up with a nickname for those guys. We need those four to be, you know, having an opportunity to be, you know, quarterback, wide out, tight end, slot receiver. I mean, that's the Raider team pretty much. That's the offense right there as to what yeah. they're going to do. So don't think we'll see much of them tonight for the Hall of Fame game. But, I, I you know, the scrubs and the backups. Because, I mean, look, it's, it's a team that we followed, you know, it's in our backyard. So it's back to kind of where we were talking a bit about the Hall of Fame game tonight. Yeah. We've already kind of established. I'm watching it to the end. It's I, I place bets on it. So we'll get to that during Better to Book It later on in the program. But from a book perspective, Dave, I, I know you hate it. If it's but- 17 to 3. And it's under is already decided. Yep. There's no worry about the spread. Yep. And it's the beginning of the fourth quarter. You're going to watch it to the end? Of course. Well, that's dangerous. 17 to 3 is dangerous. If that's there's 20. no video, I don't believe you. I'm going to text okay. you right at the end Because two touchdowns I lose. 
If you score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, I lose. 17-3. Yeah, but you don't want you don't want it's a 30 and a half. There's so no if more it's field six, goals. If it's six to three in the going into the fourth quarter. You won't be watching. But I may be on the Raiders. So then maybe I will be and maybe I might be laying two points with the Raiders tonight. So then maybe I will be watching it tonight. So this is the <laughs> So you might stay all the way to the end. I might. It's it's a game that I won't watch like religiously. I won't be like with a pad and paper watching. No. It'll be on. I mean, it's gonna be on. It's gonna be on. I might be doing other things in the house, but it's gonna be on. The game's okay. Game's gonna be on. That's I know you don't watch for you today. It will be the it was second half will be background noise for sure. Okay. To, to make sure the bet plays out. But what are excuse me, what are or do you have any advice to somebody who might be interested in betting on preseason football? If not tonight, later in the preseason. Just be very careful. You like, can't don't, say don't. don't get caught up. <laughs> no, no, no. Just be very careful. Don't get caught up in the line moves. Like the line moves differently for the preseason than it does. Don't get caught up in the line moves. That'll be one of the things I think we'll talk about all season. Like, don't get caught up in the line moves. You're going to hear a lot of different things. People new to the space will be hearing about reverse line movement and all this other blah, 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 blah from people that they don't even know if you gave them directions how to get to a risk room. And that's fine. You don't have to be someone who moved numbers. It helps to be able to explain it. But the preseason numbers move differently. Totals move by twos. I mean, sometimes by three, you might go right from 31 to 34. Just say the hell with it, because I know I'm going to get a second bet. So, you, you, you know, you'll hear the line move, you know, follow the follow the line movement. Yes, yeah, sometimes, oh, this line moved four points. We should bet the other side. The public's hammering it. No, one guy bet it, maybe two, and move the number. Um, it's a super sharp market. I think... The other thing, you know, if you really want to have some success, you should be reading about the play rotation mm. for quarterbacks, skill position players. If guys that are playing for jobs are going to get more time and they're going to they're working on getting reps and getting stuff done in the preseason, those are the teams you're going to play on. And I mean, we'll hear about John Harbaugh on the Ravens. Just bet on the Ravens every single week. Every <laughs> they, single week. They, they every single week. And it doesn't even matter what the book what the book makes the number up to this point. What is it? Is it 19 and 0? Is that the run that it's on, I believe? It's something of that nature that he's I can't I, I gotta pull it up when I do my prep for the Ravens, but it's pretty much the Ravens money line is on a ridiculous run. Like he wins every game. He plays hard. He game plans. He actually cares about winning in the preseason. He thinks it actually matters to his team's success. It, it's, I believe it's four years in a row plus something like that. So whether it's four years, I think it's 17 and 0, something like that. We'll find it on, okay. the, on the chat. But um, yeah, that's, do you like betting preseason? Seriously? No, I don't like it. I mean, I'm not one of these people that hates it though. And I I'm envious of the professionals who do a lot of work and get down, you know, a good amount of money on these preseason games and they make a good amount of money on these preseason games because they simply have an angle and they have an edge and they have inside information and they know what a team's going to do. And they know, I mean, there are only three preseason games. So the second one really is the most important one. The third yes. one, depending on the team, how it goes. So 
bet the last week of preseason. So that's another piece of it. Yeah, so that's so, so that's tough, we, and it's yes. it's a shortened preseason now. So teams that have coaches that are looking at certain skill positions that need to be given the repetitions to actually be able to compete and say, you've got a team with three running backs where they're going to run the ball a lot. Okay. Maybe you play the under, or you got a team that's looking to break in some new wide receivers with a new quarterback. All right. Maybe they're going to throw the ball a lot. So maybe you look at an over. So I, I think you have to do your research and you have to look at what the team's game plan could be. And don't worry about the opponent as much as the team itself. Right. Because it's kind of like preseason baseball, right? And spring training baseball, they're going to work on what they're going to work on. They don't really care what is on the other side. They want another body. Obviously they want a defense to face off, but like they don't necessarily care that, Hey, by the way, Khalil Max on the outside, you got to slide protection over and make sure he's not going to have it. If, if they're working on pass pro, okay, they will do that. But if they're not, they'll just run the ball to the other side and not give them a chance to sack the quarterback. So you got to be careful about, how teams are going to approach certain situations because some teams have game plans and some teams do not. Oh, without a doubt. The other thing you got to be careful with too is those short numbers, um, minus one, minus one and a half, minus two. A lot of times they don't go for, no one's playing for a tie. Right. It's 17, 16, you know, 17, 10, there's a touchdown scored with less than a minute to go. They go for two rather than go kick the extra point. Nobody wants to play overtime. So you got to be careful laying those numbers. Those numbers taking those numbers become huge. So that's the other thing you'll see when you see a game go from two and a half the favorite to two and a half the dog. Mm. That's one bet, maybe two, where you have to flip it because the defense for the book is you have to get it turned around. As soon as somebody takes two and a half, you're like, oh, we need to make them the favorite almost. You, a lot of times you see from two and a half dog to one favorite or even to two favorites, flip it and see if the, if the steam takes the other side, then you know, they're just using you for an arbor Mm. move where they're taking plus plus and you go from there. If they don't, then that's the side and you go, okay, move it, get over there and see what happens. So do you believe I saw Raheem Palmer of the ringer tweet this this morning and I don't Mm -hmm know if I believe or agree. He thinks you have to treat the one and two point line movements like you would three. Meaning when we get to two and a half, three, three and a half, those are very large book decisions. He says treat when it goes from one to two or two to one or one to zero the same way. Do you agree with that? Not necessarily. I mean, but that's the move. That's the short numbers that I'm talking about. It's different in the preseason because the book has no defense to get a bet on the other side. You have to move it extra. So I think you'll see exaggerated line moves. I mean, we used to do it. We just couldn't wait for it to be over. Like when they started, when the NFL started taking the preseason, the last game and making it inconsequential, that was actually a good thing for us because handle went down and we just got through it. Um, this is one of those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody sees these things different. That's the beauty of what we do. I don't want to, you know, say, I don't believe. No, it's just an, it's just an opinion. Saying, I, it's just I an don't opinion. I mean, it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, he, I don't he, really he agree it with is. it. Yeah. I don't really agree yeah. with it either. That's why it's kind of like, huh? Yeah. It's, I mean, football is still football in terms of the scoring. But so, it's different in a preseason. Those key numbers, the, the, the ones and the twos are different. 
it's 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 very it, so in that respect i agree with them i don't know how much you value that just telling you be cautious i mean i'd rather lay the money line than lay one and a half yeah 100 percent. yeah i laid the, the game can fall one now in, in a regular season i'd rather just lay the point and save the juice you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but in Agreed. a preseason i'd rather lay the money line even up to two and a half games fall one and two a lot yeah, I'm. Cu- I mean, I'm curious. I'm watching the line movement today, and if if it comes back, I'm putting it comes back down. But you know, I want a better money line price on the Raiders than I do with minus two. But forget about it. Not at home. You ain't getting it. But they're on the road. You're in Vegas, though. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you ain't yeah. getting it in right. Vegas. No, 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 no way. Not here. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's true. No. But I mean, it may go up, maybe two and a half, and maybe three. Who knows? There's going to be steam on the Raiders today. I think for the public. And and frankly, I think, you know, today on Props Arizona, uh, you know, Papa Bear Sean made a pretty good case for the Raiders to win the game today and to to take the money line for the Raiders today simply because of the familiarity that the backup quarterback and Jared Stidham is going to have with the offense. He's going to run Josh's offense. So he's been in it for two years now. So he knows it. He's one of the few guys that actually has been in the offense. So he has a chance to do you know, how to handle it, how to go, what to do with it. So there's an, an, an interesting look at just what the play calling might be with Stidham there. It may be easier. Now the receivers and the wideouts and the running backs and everybody else have to know the offense as well, but right. the quarterback being able to make the read and make the decision as to where the ball should go. You would think that Jared Stidham would have a little bit of a leg up on, on the defense. How much stock do you put into, because we'll, We'll hear this both not just today, but throughout the preseason. The first year head coach, because we have a bunch of them, the first year head coach trying to set the tone, trying to build the winning culture, trying to this, trying to that, and Josh McDaniel. And who's the coach for Jacksonville? Uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Both first year coaches with these teams, but experienced coaches in the past. Is there anything to that? in your opinion, going into the handicap, or does that make you bet something because of that? Um, no, because Bill Belichick had this quote yesterday. It's hot. It's cold. It's wet. It's rainy. It snows. I don't think that McDaniels is going to fall too far from the Belichick tree when it comes to this stuff. I don't think he gives a flip about the preseason, to be quite honest. <laughs> I think he knows it's, it doesn't Wait, matter. McDaniel said that or Belichick no, said Belichick that? said that. But Josh, I think, will fall into a very similar idea of if we win in a – How do you lose, manage to work the Patriots or some bullshit about – Because that's where Josh is from. He's from, the, Patri- he's from like, the Patriots tree. It's where he's you from. You just read a Belichick quote. Cool. Not, it had nothing yeah. to do with it. It had everything to do with it because it's got what I think Josh is going to do in the preseason. I think if he gets Gosh. accomplished what he wants to get accomplished, the final score doesn't matter to him. Correct. He doesn't care what score is. A hundred percent. And people used to come in and bet the Patriots in the regular seat in the preseason right. all the time because it was the Patriots. And we used to sit up and go like, what are you doing? Like they, right. they, they, he doesn't care. Mm-mm. They would lay two and a half. Oh, that's a good number. That's this, they're that. It doesn't matter. And you said it before. The opponent definitely doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to your bet. And it really doesn't matter to the line a lot of times. It's crazy. So, yeah, I, I mean, I've heard it all at the counter. I had somebody come up to me once and say, Tyrod Taylor's going to house Buffalo because he wants a 
he wants to, you know, give it back to them. Right. Here's three dimes. I'm like, wow, three dimes. He goes, yeah, I want to bet the first half though. Oh no. <laughs> and I said, you want to bet the first half of a preseason game for $3,000. I'm like, do you want 3,300? No, just three dimes. I don't want to delay the juice. I'm like, okay. okay. I sent the bet and they called and said, who's the guy? And I said, he said Tyrod Taylor's going to lay it on Buffalo because he wants a revenge. They said, the bet's good. Thanks. <laughs> Take the action. Appreciate the, appreciate the donation. Thank you very he much. Didn't, he, needless to say, Buffalo didn't cover. He didn't, he didn't want to come back. Yeah. Uh, or Buffalo covered. Yeah. He didn't Buffalo covered, right. Favorites, yeah. All right. So the NFL is appealing the decision from Susan How about Robinson. That? I'm going to pat myself on the back. They are, they are appealing. So, and by all accounts, it's going to be a one year suspension being handed down by Roger Goodell, which will then kick in a federal court, federal court lawsuit from the players association. And there's minus what's the price of that happening? Minus a million that they're filing in federal court. A hundred percent. Zero chance that they're not. They're filing a lawsuit against the NFL and most likely by most legal experts, the, the collective bargained agreement that the players gave to Roger Goodell. And this is a really good point that was being made this morning on, on first take. And, and I was, you know, I, I was kind of going, there is an angle here to get, if you're, if you're a player to kind of go, well, wait a minute, we negotiated this with the league to have Roger Goodell be in charge of this, but there's a little bit of a concern here because, and Katie George of first take who I'd never seen before this morning made a really good point. You know, she was like, so you bring in Susan L Robinson, who's an experienced federal judge, who's a female, who is the one that rules on this. Not coincidence, not coincidence, but it, it, you you can't say like, Oh, it's the boys club. Like, this is Correct. a woman who you, you removed all of that with yeah. that move. Okay. So, so she's a female now looking at the preponderance of the evidence and she comes down with a six game suspension. Roger Goodell is now going to take a look at this and say, you know what? I'm going to come back and I'm appealing it to myself. And I'm going to give you a one year suspension. And I'm the one that gets to say, yes, the court's going to come back and say, well, what did you bargain? And they're going to read the rule and they're going to go, well, you guys bargained that Goodell could make the final call. So he gets to appeal to himself and make the final ruling to himself what did you bring in Susan L. Robinson for? You just wasted everybody's time. Like, and, 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 and the big picture of this, it looks stupid. I mean, like, why did you go through all this if you aren't going to listen to the court? Like, everyone's saying the only reason why a court might overrule Goodell is because a court might say, well, this doesn't make any sense because you guys had an arbitration hearing. You don't like the arbitration hearing's ruling, what came down from it. So why did you even go to arbitration to begin with if you never were going to accept the ruling anyway? Because you had to. There was no for, other way to do it. For PR, you mean? Or because no, that's how the, that's that's the was, process works, right? Correct. That's the system. Right. There's so no the, other way to do right. it. So then that's where... So it was a sham. Correct. And, the, right. and, and, the, and she brought it up. She's like, she's like so in all honesty, it never really was a legitimate hearing anyway. Correct. It, it didn't matter what she was going to come back. She could come back with a five-year suspension. It doesn't really matter what she's going to come back with well, because there was no teeth to her ruling. If she would have come back with a five-year suspension, it would have said, okay. 
<laughs> the players, yeah, I mean, you know, the players would have been like, "Whoa, wait, we're a pro!" Right. Like, and Goodell could be like, players. "Sold," and like be yeah. an auctioneer and be like, right. "I'm, I'm taking it." So it's just sort of an interesting so look. All at- they had to do was ask both sides what you wanted, and both sides, just like when we're talking to people and all these things now. Yeah. It's like when you go to buy a car, tell me what the fucking price of the car is right now. <laughs> because if you tell me, I'll say yes or no. But instead, right. you fucking highball me and then I got to lowball you and we go back and forth. So yep. when we go to do the suspension, you guys keep saying zero. We're going to say two years. Now what? Well, you have to go to arbitration because you two can't talk for real. So if you say eight, they both agree. Okay. What? Zach. The hat passing along breaking news came out six minutes ago. Roger Goodell has announced he will not preside over the appeal process for Deshaun Watson. Instead, he'll hand over the duties to someone who is not in the league office. Oh, wow. That from, that that from, the, that from, that's from the Athletic reporting that this morning. Uh-huh. So who's going to preside over it? That's interesting. I wonder who if they have any... Another neutral party. What, well, the example the was this being party. used that Paul Tagulabu was brought in to heal the players' appeal during the Saints Bounty Gate scandal in 2012. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to bring in somebody from the outside. Right. Maybe even to rubber stamp it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. But when you hand Just over like the power to somebody this, else, this woman to bring in to be a judge to make a ruling like they were, I mean, it wasn't even a, a thing. They did waste everybody's time. Well, here's the, the procedure. The, the other point that was being made this morning on first stick, which I actually found to be pretty interesting too, was can you can you trust a for-profit entity to do what is morally correct when dollars of this magnitude are at stake? And there's two and there's two sides to this, right? There's two oh, sides okay. to the conversation this is, with that. This is gonna be good. Well, no, I mean, there's two sides. So the first side is the NFL is nervous about the shield being tarnished because you need it to be a safe space for all brands to want to market with the NFL. So all car companies, all anyone targeting women, anybody who has everyone who's targeting a female audience in some form or fashion, the NFL is very concerned that those sponsors are going to say, you guys are hostile to women. We're not going to advertise with you. So they're like, okay. But the other angle is the football is what drives everything. And Deshaun Watson playing football for the Browns means more eyeballs, more attention, and more wins for Cleveland, which then means more money. So it's on both sides. Like which side is the more profitable side for the NFL? Is it to allow Watson to play at some point this year and then go play with the Browns and have a storyline that will get eyeballs and attention and clicks and everything else? or to keep the shield as clean as possible because there is a sexual predator, you know, a predatory guy, I mean, mm-hmm. a predator, someone who's been preying on women as what was said by the judge is a predatory behavior that he had. He's playing in the NFL on a team right now, actively getting money. And again, I think the monetary fine should be extremely expensive for Deshaun Watson. Like I wouldn't mind it if they charged if they fined him forty five million dollars. They oh, took his entire. They I, took the bonus, the guaranteed I, money. I, I, are you I nuts? I wouldn't mind it. I mean, if if you want to take his entire signing bonus for this year, take forty five million. 
Why? He's got four more years at $45 million. He'll be the fine. The association will never allow that to happen. You but that's but, like, that but that's where if we're negotiating, right? And what am I giving to get? Hey, he can play 10 game suspension for free. $45 million fine. And he'll play the last seven games of the season. Fine is 40. He'll give up his entire signing bonus. So that's one of you know, that's one of the sticking points, I think, for women. Who are, so he gets the game checks. Whatever he plays, he gets the game checks. Which is $1 million, basically, total salary for this right. year, which right. is still a hell of a lot of money. But he, the the idea that Deshaun Watson last year didn't play but got paid angered women. And the idea that Deshaun Watson got the largest guaranteed contract or second biggest ever in NFL history for guaranteed money after in the wake of all of this that the Browns paid him that much money and that he could collect a signing bonus at $45 million, whether he plays this year or not also angers women to a very high degree. So if the idea is to tamp down the anger, Watson's going to play in the NFL again. Okay. Whether it be this year or next year, he's going to play in the NFL again. So you can't really say, I don't want him. I want his career over. He, he, you know, call him a scumbag, call him a disgusting human being, whatever you want to do. He's going to play in the NFL again. But the question that is, he? I, yes, he's going to play in the NFL again. hundred percent. He's going to play in the NFL again, but when, and the, the league is trying to make it look like we really care about the anger that women are showing because the league has made a very big effort over the last 15, 20 years to be open in, in, in and to everyone, to, to all Everyone who, who who might watch football, they want everyone to be able to watch football. And there's more women and men in this country right now, population-wise. So you can't exactly say we don't want women watching football. They do. And women, by you know, on the macro sense, women are mad and really disgusted by this six-game suspension. How long is long enough? I don't know. But if the league can say, hey, we didn't do it, this guy or this judge did it, not us, I think they're looking for a way out. <laughs> They're, they're looking for uh, a neutral party to come listen to the appeal. Yeah. And, <laughs> and get them out of it, right? And be like, it's not our, I didn't do it. Like, what? Don't be mad at me. Like, everybody like, wants to pass the buck. It's yeah. No one wants it. It's a hot potato that nobody wants to catch. And I don't blame yeah. them because it is such a difficult story because of the grand jury's inability or unwillingness to indict Deshaun Watson. If he got indicted, this is simple. This is Michael Vick. This is easy. This is quick. Goodbye. You're gone. If he's in jail or on trial, that's it. He'll never play in the NFL ever again. But two grand juries did not come back and find Deshaun Watson guilty or enough evidence to even charge him to have him stand trial for these accusations. That's the that's why no one wants to get into this because it's all a civil trial and a civil allegation at the moment. And he's settled with 23 of the 24 women. He's paid them to be quiet. Yeah. You know, if they said, all right, Deshaun, you can play. Take that 45 million and give it to every one of those people that you paid off. I mean, and divide it up. Every one. All right. You want to settle? Because you probably gave him 100 dimes a piece, okay. maybe 200, some of them. That one's really got me. I better give her more. Make that one go away for sure. Take the $45 million and give it to her. Break it up. 
Change those people's lives for the better. Get your game checks. We'll give you 12. Well, here's the also you problem. Know, you can play the last five, and then we'll help you. Right. Because we can we can make it so you can never play again. Right. Go kneel. Like Colin, ask Colin Kaepernick if he can play again. Right. You the know, league, I mean, if you cross the league, you're done. Well, the league also is angry, I guess, that Deshaun Watson has not shown any remorse, that he's been very defiant throughout the process and has been defiant in his depositions and yeah. has been very much like, I did nothing wrong. Of course. And that's part of the problem, I think, from a league perspective is that, you know, women are going, hey, you know, if it was two, if it was three, but the New York Times said this number could have been up around 66 women. 66? Women that he had seen over the course of a two or three year period where he went hunting on Instagram for women who were massage therapists in the town he was going to be in or in Houston. And he would DM them personally, set up the appointment personally, knowing that it was probably going to be you know, only one time he would see them because of what he was going to pull. And so he would come in, he would do the disgusting act. He would, he would either, you know, some women, I guess, did consent to sex, but a lot of women did not. And a lot of women were made to feel incredibly uncomfortable and were like, this is awful. And so he just went hunting. And so because of that, that lack of remorse is factoring into why the league is trying to come down really hard on this because women are going, wait a minute, he did what? And you guys are going to allow this guy to be a part of your league and you aren't going to prevent him from playing. So it's very hard for people to, you know, understand or see this just from a pure human perspective. Like we know the legality, we know the rule, we know the, you know, the collective bargaining agreement, but just from like a straight right or wrong perspective, it's a very hard story for anybody to really say, yeah, Deshaun Watson should be playing football this year. Yeah, the boys in the chat are right. I just uh, I just peeked over, and uh, they said admitting or saying you're sorry means you did something wrong. So Correct. You can't say sorry, you know, and it's it's. But it's, he could whether it's say under though, lawyer advisement, he could say, whether it's his I own didn't belief. do. It was not my intention to make any. Can't say any anything. Woman, I know, but like he could say, I was not my intention to make any woman feel uncomfortable. If they did, I'm really sorry, but I don't believe I did anything wrong in that process. Uh, Everything I did was consensual. Yeah, can't say but I don't know if he did, maybe, maybe the league would be more inclined, you know, and, and, but he already paid the women off. He already gave them their hush well, money already. So like, why not come out and show some remorse, hold a press conference, do the Tiger Woods walk of shame and get up there and say, look, I'm sorry this came out, but this is what, I like sexually. And this is a situation that I find to be, you know, this is what I enjoy doing sexually. Every one of these women that were, uh, you know, participated in this with me knew and were willing to do it. And now after the fact, they're claiming that they were not. And I'm really sorry for their feelings being hurt and what happened, but I don't believe anything I did was criminal. And two grand juries stood up and said the exact same thing that nothing I did was criminal. Right. I, I don't think there's I mean, what if wrong it comes out eventually or something would, would come out that this was all like we talked about, I believe today's Thursday. Yeah. We may have talked about it on Monday, maybe Tuesday, how it was all set up. Right. Look, like it I was said a it, smear campaign. I said it all it at the, the time. Like, yeah. yeah. Cal McNair 
and the Houston Texans were told point blank by Deshaun Watson, I don't want to play for your franchise ever again. The Texans knew this was in his background, and Watson said, I don't care. I'm I'm sure in some meeting, somebody from the Texans told Deshaun Watson or his agent, are you sure you want to do this? Knowing what you do, are you sure you want to go through with this? And Watson said, get me the hell out of here. And then it flew and then it went crazy. And I, maybe he thought there were one or two women. Maybe he thought it would have been a small story. I doubt he thought it would be 24 women. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe things got so bad in that Texans, Texas, Texans franchise that he just didn't care. He was like, get me the heck out of here. I'll find my way out. I don't know. I mean, only people in those rooms really know what happened. Correct. But I mean, I made the story right when it happened. I was like, it, to me, it looked like Deshaun Watson was being taken down by a franchise run by, you know, really crazy people. I mean, this yes. is the same franchise that tailed Deshaun, uh, that, uh, that, that trailed DeAndre Hopkins because they didn't like that he had multiple women pregnant at the same time. Yeah. They didn't like Correct. his, didn't like what he was doing, yeah. didn't like where yeah. he was going, didn't like who yeah. he was with. Yeah. Sleeping with women that weren't, you know, he wasn't committed. He wasn't a family man. Mm-hmm. And that bothered the Texans organization because they had people in there that believed a certain thing, a certain way. And that were whispering in the owner's ear of like, you know, get rid of this guy. Right. How did DeAndre Hopkins wind up with the Carroll with, with the Cardinals? How the hell did that happen? You know, top three receiver in football. You gave him up. Yeah. Cause he was sleeping with the wrong people. So that's, this franchise is a disgusting place and I, I do not like the Texans at all. So could there be some shades of gray here where, yeah, Watson's a bad guy, but yes, the Texans had a role in destroying this guy's life. Yes. I think both things can be true. Just want the truth. Oh, we'll never, we'll, we'll just, never get that. Well, I know we'll never get the truth, but, and, and it's a shame you got to like, I mean, these, these billion dollar, entity like the NFL has to figure this out and they have to drag this, you know, whether it's his dragging his name through the mud or he's that much of a person that's doing this. Like, can we just, I can't wait for the games to start the right. real game. But so we there can is do something we a do, big, but, but there's but, a bigger play here though, Dave, I think you're right. About, I can't, I'm, I'm with you, but the, you have one thing that I always go back to is, is that when I was in Nashville, I remember when the Titans were moving there, somebody said to me, because it was such a big deal about the Titans going to Tennessee. They made so many concessions for them to build that stadium, where they built the stadium, mm-hmm. all the different things they gave up. That sports in America, it used to be that a sports team was just part of your, like, hey, we got like a minor league hockey team. It's like, you know, they're here, they play in a building, they pay rent, they rent it out, they pay their players, they employ some people. It's not a big deal. When a NFL team comes comes to your market, it's like Amazon setting up one of their headquarters. Right. They employ so many people. There's so many jobs. There's so much of an influence on the overall economy when it comes in, it's why the politicians are willing to give tax breaks and, and write things into law and build the infrastructure and you know build whole off ramps or build entire highways just to get to the stadium because right. they want their team to be set up properly for the team. You know, it's just sports in America has become so much more than just the game and so much more than just who actually is playing or wearing. Without a doubt. And so it's almost 
too much now where when these things get to be real world situations, when it's the Vicks of the world and it's, you know, the Ray Carruths of the world and, and now the Deshaun Watsons of the world, you cross over into this lane that it's very hard for any one of us in the media covering sports to talk about because this is not what we talk about. This is not what we break down. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is this is great. I love talking about it. I just want the truth. Like I, I hate talking I mean, about it. I hate know, talking about it. It's- go back to to, you know, the guys holding up their fist on the on the Olympic stand. Go back right. to Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was social justice through sports. Through, I mean, the guy didn't go to Vietnam and he was a right. boxer right. and made, you know, a huge thing back in the seventies. And there wasn't all this stuff to, to talk about it and all these different things. It should make you uncomfortable. It should be something that we need to address. Just want the fucking truth. That's it. And we can't get it. Cause what happens if Watson is, you know, you know, a a serial rapist slash sexual assault, disgusting human being. Or what if this was a coordinated attack with two or three women that got together and then 22 others got on board with it because it was easy money and there was no, and there was no way to say yes or no. I'm just saying, I don't know which side of it actually is real. I I, I don't know which one is the, all we know is we'll never know. We'll never. Know. Just, That's we'll all we know never. is that we will never really know the answer to that. It's going to be everyone will make up their own mind. Everybody's in their own corner, and everyone's going to be firing at each other and screaming rapist or screaming, you know, smear job or whatever it might be, going back and forth with these people. And the only people who really know what happened was Deshaun and the person in that room, or right. the person with the Texans that had them sign the NDA. As to why right. did she sign an NDA? Why was that necessary for a massage? And right. every former NFL player is like, look, I, I had two or three in my entire career. 66 over the course of two years is weird. No matter yes. what you're talking about, it's weird. That's the thing. When you hear the other players talking about it, mm-hmm. former players, and they talk about they've been retired 10 years and they still go see the same masseuse. Yeah. I met a masseuse in Phoenix when I moved there and was playing hockey that I went to. I changed my life. The first time I went, I was like, oh, my God, this is the best masseuse I've ever been to. And I had never really gone. Like right. You always, you know, as you played and whatever. I went for a year and a half after, like, mm. just to maintain. Like, every time I went, I know I felt better. I don't know what he did. but And he was so out there, but I didn't want to change. If anybody told me, oh, I would. So... The fact that he jumped from one to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, suspicious. 100%. But he, I mean, there's no debate in my mind that's his kink. Like he has a sexual fetish with that. Right. But but like there's women on the internet that sell pictures of their feet to wacko dudes for 500 bucks a pop. People are, people get off on weird things. The question is, was it consensual or not? And if it wasn't, right. then yeah, there's a problem. But the dude clearly, in, you know, sexually enjoyed going into these environments. And if he didn't listen to the women, if the women were asking him to cover up and he didn't, if the women were making him, making them touch him in certain places and didn't, and, and, and they did not want to, then this is all criminal. This is illegal. This guy should be behind bars. Yet the, can't prove it. 
but both so grand juries came. But grand, the grand jury doesn't convict you. The grand jury just says there's enough. There can be a case for you to stand trial. <laughs> Two grand juries came back and said there's so, not enough no, evidence to even have the guy stand trial. No trial. We, so we can't waste your time. We won't so waste that's your time that's my problem case. with the whole thing is just right. that, like there's got to be holes in the story when you sit down and have these conversations or hear these women tell the story and they're cross examined. There's got to be enough holes in their stories that makes you know twelve people your peers go. I, I don't think anything ever happened. I, I'm not even going to say yes to a trial because I think this is all made up. I don't think this is real. So and it was two different counties in Houston that he went to. It wasn't just one trial. He's oh, it's Houston. It's you no, know, it's two different counties with two different sets of people. And that's the problem with the whole thing that I've got is I I, I blame we're sitting here because of what happened in, the, in that grand jury room twice. If he got indicted, we're not having this conversation. He's gone. There's a lot of people that don't ever want to see this go to a trial. You know that. Of course not. The NFL included. The NFL included because. Um, well, the Texans might have done a lot of really shady stuff. And the that's, Texans, that's, that they, they, they don't want this to go to trial. But they settled with the women, too. They paid off the women as well. No one talks about that. Of Texans, course. Texans settled it too. Yeah. Texans quietly yeah. made their it was scratched right. their checks too. Right. So, so it wasn't just us on paying. The Texans are paying too, and then the NFL may have to pay for a, a you know, class action lawsuit. And, but it's crazy because they may have been paying them to say something, and Deshaun may have been paying them to not say something. Hundred percent, and they got paid. So yep, <laughs> The whole process sucks. And it impacts gambling because the Browns are a different team with Watson on it than without Watson, period. Well, so, the market spoke up loud and clear when anybody posted the nine and a half just disappeared like that. Everybody bet under. They right. said enough. So it makes sense. Um, I Again, I, I talk about being in a risk room a lot of, you know, for a few years. I was in a book for a lot of years. I'm glad I'm not in there right now with this. This is a nightmare. Really, really. And you put up the numbers for the whole season, try to determine what to make a number with Cleveland because you think he's going to play the back end of the season. Now he might not play the whole season. Oh, just give me. It's six games against the division that you have to worry about. It's not just the non 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 divisional games, it's the games against the division. Yeah. It's playing Pittsburgh. It's it's playing against Cincinnati. It's, you know. You know, what's the line with Watson playing against Cincinnati and what with Watson not playing against Cincinnati? It's dramatically different with Jacoby Brissett at the quarterback spot. I I wouldn't even make them a playoff team at all with Brissett, 100%. They're not making the playoffs. But with Watson, you could arguably say that they are they might make a contender. Like they could upset some people, they could knock some people out. (laughs) They could, they could win the division and have a home game. I mean, it's, it's a million things that can happen with a talent like Deshaun Watson. So that's right. why it's such a big story and why it's so difficult. But like everyone wants to siphon back or, or you know, you know, push back to, well, Ben Roethlisberger was accused with one woman and he was suspended. And like, we just have to all understand that every case is unique in doing, it's not an apples to apples argument on any of this stuff. Like, and then yeah, we talked about- They like to thing. use the precedent to set the argument, to set the punishment. Well then, fine. Then, so, but he, like, he, he not, got more it's, than it's, Ben. It's not related. He got more than Ben. He, he got six is. games. He got more than Ben. So it's there, that's what that's what <laughs> they'll use. They, they got more. Know, another guy kind of did this and did this, and you know, I think you know. I've been thinking about you know recently with all this. It's Ray Rice. Yeah, 
and going, that was because the video came out was there. That was it. Like, right. Was and that no, was the mistake, right? That was the two game suspension he gave to Ray Rice. And then Ray Rice never played in the NFL again, basically after the video right. came out of him beating up his girlfriend and the right. NFL looked like a bunch of fools. Roger Goodell looked like a complete clown. And so now we're here. You're absolutely right. We're here in this very murky, weird lawsuit versus appeal versus hearing because of what happened with the, with the Ray Rice story. And they tried to sweep that under the rug and they got caught. Correct. TMZ blew the doors off of that. And then all of a sudden it was, well, now we have to change everything. Correct. And there was no video. Mm-mm. If there was any evidence of this one exchange, change everything. If there was one audio clip of the exchange, it would change everything. Change everything. It would end it. It would be done. If there's any type of impropriety, conversation, stop, don't do this. What are you doing? Please cover up. Anything, any evidence that that it actually, it would change public sentiment. It would change everything. And women, and rightly so, women will hear you and I say that and they will say, what the fuck does it matter if there's recordings or not? If he did it, he did it. Whether there's evidence of it or not, it shouldn't matter. Eh, it does. It does matter because it does prove one side or at least in one situation that Watson was not listening, was doing whatever he wanted to do and it was pressuring and putting a woman in a very precarious, not saying he didn't do it anyway, just saying if we had real evidence, maybe there would be a grand jury indicting him and saying, yes, you did do this. Before we move on, had the grand jury indicted him, this whole thing is easier, right? He's, he'll never, he would never play in the NFL ever again. If he's on trial for being a serial sexual assault, sexual harassment with 25, 30 women, he would never play in the NFL ever again. He wouldn't have been traded for. Browns would never have traded for him. Would have solved everything. That's my number one issue. All take everything else. Take Susan L. Robinson, take the collective bargaining agreement, taking the lawsuits. I come back straight to the two grand juries and ask, how did they not indict him? And that's where I would start the movie. That's where I would start the investigation. I want to make it, make him go away. If you indict him, he's not, this story's never going away. Just we'll send him to Cleveland. Cleveland, he's going to play again. Right. He's going to play again. Don't worry. We'll get it fixed. Don't worry. The grand jury didn't indict him. They'll have to, you know, do the, we'll get the judge. We'll, we'll, we'll make the decision. Like, this wasn't by chance that all of this got to this point. Once the grand jury said no, no evidence, no, no case. I mean, we're not even going to let this go to a, a trial. Okay, now Twice. ship them out. Twice. Right. Right. Oh, well, the first time it had to be like, wait a second, this can't be. And they tried to, would you say, a different county? Yeah, they went to the next county over. So it was it was basically the, the county where Houston, the city is, and then right. they went to the county where Sugarland is, where I used to live. Right. And okay. They went to the next county over and had and the got same two no's. Got two no's. So they said, okay, now, all right, we, we took care of that. So now get them out of here. Yep. Now, now, now it's tradable. Oh. Once the grand juries oh. do not oh, indict them. Yeah, now we can be traded out. And the Haslam said, okay, we'll take them and we'll give them this contract and everything else. So Unbelievable. 
Yeah, it's it's it, it's a nasty story. So we'll see what what happens, but it looks like the NFL is going to go for a year, and that means this story goes for a long more, I mean, probably four Damn. or five more months. This story is going to keep on going. All right. So Nick Saban yesterday <laughs> said publicly that last year was a quote rebuilding year. He won the division. He won thirteen games. Didn't win the national championship, however, Georgia uh, did. Right. So if you are an Alabama reporter, there's mm-hmm. two ways the story is being reported. Right. The first is that Nick Saban is flexing his muscles about how happy or excited he is about this year's team versus last year's team. I don't blame him. Or it's Nick Saban making excuses as to why Kirby Smart beat him and why Georgia won the championship and he didn't. You know what the kids say? What? Why well, can't both be true? Oh. Okay. A little bit of both, right? He's definitely flexing. <laughs> I mean, he got that I don't give a shit attitude that you just want to walk around. Whatever he's eating, drinking, saying, I love it. I absolutely love it. But he knows he got the best team and he got the most blue chippers. He got the most All-Americans. It's fun. It's fun being Nick Saban, you know, <laughs> being the highest paid coach and all that stuff there. So um but he did get smoked. I mean, they get Georgia beat him. Yep. So it is a little bit of both, isn't it? I think it is. If you well, like you taking, live there. Yeah. If you like taking shots at Alabama, this is your shot. This is your opportunity. He gave you, he gave you the window to take a shot at Nick Saban by saying, you just can't handle the fact that Kirby smarts out recruiting you. The Kirby Smart's got an arguably as good, if not better team again than you this year. And that you're worried that, you know, hey, they got us last year. They beat us, but we're going to be back. We're going to be there and and forget about what happened last year. I'm more on the lines of he's signaling that a war path is coming for Alabama. <laughs> and that they're about to absolutely donkey kick every opponent that they've got into next year and that they're not going to let up like he's pissed off about what happened last year, which I love for my Texas bet in week two for them to go down there and just punch a Austin size hole in those longhorns in week two. It's, it's and, and again, you can attest to this because you live there. You went to these sec games and stuff, but there's not a bigger villain for people to beat. They love to take him down, but he's got Alabama and their fans. He can say and do whatever he wants behind. Like he Oh, Bama fans ate this up. This was Oh, this is this is that's what I'm saying. This they loved my both my diehard Bama friends yesterday sent me the same damn story (laughs) of Nick Saban saying this. They're like, look at this flex. Say what other coach in America can win 13 games and say, yeah, it was a rebuilding year. You know, just just it was a rebuilding year. We're we're coming in this year. We got a lot more talent this year. We got more like um Nick, you did have like two first round pick wide receivers that were really, really good, right? Yeah, no, we got better ones now. Oh, Nick, you, you did have like multiple second, first and second round picks out of off that defense, right? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We got better ones now. Okay. It's so it's so good. It's it's I love it, love it, love it. Because you know he's putting in the work, you know he's holding those kids accountable, you know. Look at what comes out of the draft every year. 
You can't wait to draft an Alabama. He's telling kid. them they suck. That's what he's doing right now. Every day. He's telling that's, them every day you suck. That's you being suck, a coach. You suck. And that's why it's, they go out and kill people in the beginning of the year because they're so <laughs> sick of being told they suck by Nick Saban because they didn't win the championship. I mean, that's their standard. There's Bama's standard is so ridiculous right now. It's like any other it's program in America. Like I mean, it's Michigan, like I know, but think about this. Think about what Michigan did last year, right? Think about if, if, if Michigan came out and said last year was a rebuilding year. <laughs> like, Wouldn't like, sell. Wouldn't look sell. At me like, Harbaugh, you pleated the Stop. jeans. You, you pleated your, your khakis too tight, my guy. They're like, what are you doing, yeah, man? Like, like you're, yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to play off in how Stop. long? Stop. But for him, he can go to the championship game. He can go into the playoffs. He can win 13 games. He can win his division. And he's like, yeah, sorry. Just a rebuilding year for us. <laughs> we're working on it. We're putting in the work here. Summer camp. It's, I don't know. Bama's on the table. said in the chat, the uh, guy's been an underdog three times the last 13 years. Three times in the last 13 years. And he's rebuilding. G-T-F-O. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For the letter number, for the letter people, you know Get what that means. Out. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, this is, this is, uh, we're just fanning the flames of college football. Yeah, it is, is there, rat poison. I, I mean, Betsmart's right. I mean, he loves that word. It's rat poison. The media is all rat poison. What you're telling my players oh. is rat poison. But the thing is, they lost to Georgia. And, and, and they, they lost to him badly. And I, I think there's a lot of people in the Alabama <laughs> world that were stunned to see what Kirby Smart did to Bama last yeah. year. Uh-huh. And so I think there is, it may be rat poison with the media, but I think there's actually some real anger in Tuscaloosa about what their program is being perceived as and wanting to kind of reestablish the dominance that they've had for so long. <laughs> I mean, look, NIL and recruiting is a big deal. I mean, Bama is still getting very good players, Yeah, but there are five. I mean, Texas beat them out for a five-star wideout. Bama never loses those battles, but Texas and Steve Sarkeesian beat them out. So, I I mean, Bama is not Birmingham's not a big market. Tuscaloosa is a you know small college town, and generally speaking, you become a much bigger star after you leave Tuscaloosa than in Tuscaloosa. So that's part of the problem that there's going to be. You don't have to change a thing. He doesn't, but. NIL change the thing. NIL, and we can go to the next story on this because the right. you know, Auburn quarterback just signed mm-hmm. an NIL. TJ Finley signed a deal with Amazon to market apparel. He has his own can line. I, can I get that deal? I he has his own line of t-shirts. Where does she go? Amazon's gonna push out Amazon, not like your local store on the side of you right, know, Tumor's right. Corner. You know, not yeah. not Tumor's Drug, and not you to go and like throw a bunch of you know toilet paper over Tumor's Corner and sell T-shirts right. underneath it that says "My Guy." No, <laughs> Amazon is selling T-shirts for TJ Finley now. Yeah. What's that deal? There's no, we don't know about the actual money attached to it, but he's the first quarterback and the first player to sign with Amazon. That's going to make Nick Saban unhappy. Can you imagine the cat calls and everything that are coming from the stands for that? <laughs> the delivery's late. Oh, nice. You know, you send back the, the sender. Return return to sender. sender. <laughs> I mean, like they're going to have the signs. They're going to have all of it. 
you have to be careful what you wish for when you get the money and you get the bag, whatever the bag is for these NILs. I hope they're getting advisement and thinking, you know, this is great. Glad you got it. Just what, what happens if it goes bad? What if you don't live up to this? Have you thought about that? Just because you have to live with that. Right. The money comes, it goes away. You're, you're, what are you going to do? Buy a house, give it to your parents, you know, start your new life, whatever. That's great. But you're always going to be remembered as the guy, the Amazon guy. Right. If, if it doesn't go back, if it goes bad, can you live with that? If you can take the money, do it like own it. If you can't go to Alabama and play for Saban and then maybe get to the NFL, make the money there. I don't know. There's no, it's the NIL is changing everything, but the teams that are doing it like Saban and Alabama, he don't have to change it. Damn thing. Yeah. Tennessee quarterbacks are getting big money and they're, they're millionaires before they even take a single snap. The NIL situation is changing so fast and it's changing college football so quickly. I'm just as a college football fan, as someone who really likes the sport and someone who wants these guys compensated properly. Yes. I'm very concerned about the next two or three years for college. Oh, I'm very, very concerned. Please don't ruin it. A story came out. Yes. Still feels pure. Oh, and it's okay. not, we'll get and this right. You would think the big 10, right. Would be sort of like the last bastion of all of this. Very much the AAU association, their academic, you know, what they think about academics, how they push it. NBC is preparing to make an offer to the big 10 to make them the NFL of college football. They're going to do standalone big 10 games. Like they do Sunday night football. They're going to build pregame shows and postgame shows. They're going to do insane coverage of the Big Ten cross-country all Friday and Saturday all day long. You're going to see Friday night and Saturday night. The offer, it might be $1.25 billion from NBC. Wait, instead of the Big Ten Network or in addition to? In addition to, but basically. So they're going to Big Ten game of the week. They will take the majority of the big games in the Big Ten. And like like NBC has with the NFL, where Sunday night football has a pregame show, the game, postgame yes, show, yes. all that. Yes. They're going to do that for the Big Ten. Wowza. I I read the story and I was like, oh no. Because they're even calling it making the Big Ten the NFL. And I was like, man. I, but I, why? So here's he, he, here's the line. NBC is pitching a fall Saturday fall schedule that includes a triple header of Big Ten games on Fox, CBS, and NBC from early afternoon tonight. The slate would then be followed by NBC's Sunday Night Football, the most watched show in primetime for eleven straight years. The Big wait, Ten. Wait, would have wait, a- wait, 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 wait. They're going to play the games on Sunday. I don't think so. I think it's going to be, it's back to back to back. No. And sorry. Yes. And Sunday. Yes. So yes, it would be Saturday and Sunday. Yes. I already don't like that. So NBC would have a Saturday college, a Saturday college game and a Sunday college game. The big 10 is expected to ask for $1.25 billion for their next rights holder, which will be either be NBC, Amazon, ESPN, or CBS sports. 
The winner will air games alongside Fox Sports, which is the operating partner for the Big Ten Network. Their deal for media rights expire after the 2023 season. Then UCLA and USC join. We're going to play Big Ten football on Sunday. It says NBC is proposing a strategy that calls for back-to-back primetime Big Ten and NFL games on Saturday and Sunday nights. Stop. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a little bit of a crazy deal, but I mean, the Big Ten would have exposure in every TV home. It would be also a smart idea to follow the model that's been the most successful sports league in America. Headline is NBC sees Big Ten being NFL of college conferences. Yeah, the game's really exciting. <laughs> That's a great point. You ever watch I mean, a Big Ten game? <laughs> I mean, you better like defense. Yeah, you better yeah, like low yeah. scoring and running the football. Better, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, That's a lot great. of people watch the games, and it's fun to go. It's great. But it ain't the most entertaining. There's a lot of 13 10 <laughs> football games. <laughs> yep. a, lot of, a lot of shitty weather. Yeah, <laughs> that too. I mean, like, it makes for great theater. And I mean, are you really going to go to like Saturday night football and you're going to go to Northwestern? Like, are you really no. doing that? You're really going no. to, you're really going to, really like, that's what you're doing. You're really going to go to Purdue. You're going to, you're going to Lafayette, West Lafayette, Indiana. That's where you're going. You yeah. lived in the market. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they tell the people in Nebraska and Lincoln that they're playing on Sunday, they're gonna fuck up everybody's weekend. No, nope. like if no, nope. wrong, disagree. Nope, they won't. There care. is no way that Penn State football they'll go. That's, now that's different. That there's a hundred and ten thousand people there, but Penn State is an NFL state. Okay, you got two NFL teams in in Pennsylvania. Sunday yeah, would but, make them angry. Nebraska's got nothing but Nebraska football. That's all they got. They don't care if you play on a Tuesday morning. On Monday, they don't, doesn't they matter. Don't care. They don't care. It, it, if you you played Husker football at six a.m. on a Tuesday, people are showing up. No questions asked. Not even a. I mean, there's nothing else besides Creighton basketball and Nebraska football. Jesus, that's it. So in that market. In Alabama, there's nothing else. It's Alabama football. So you can play it absolutely. You can play Big Ten games. You could take Nebraska. You could take Indiana. No. Um, what are the non-NFL states of the Big Ten? Nebraska, Iowa. Because um, Ohio's yes. Illinois is yes. Michigan's yes. Jersey's yes. Jersey's yes. Maryland is yes. So there's only two. Iowa, Nebraska. Those only two states. Minnesota. Minnesota, yes. Yes. I mean, and they play in Minneapolis. They play in the city with the with the Vikings. <clears throat> in those two states, Alabama, I mean, like Alabama, Iowa, Nebraska. Those states, you could play football anytime, and people are going to show up and not not going to care. Otherwise, I think Pennsylvania people would be furious about a Penn State game on a on a Saturday uh, on a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. <clears throat> It wouldn't be an Eagles game, and it wouldn't be a Steelers game, yeah, and it furious. would fuck up everybody's yes. schedule that you go up there. The book schedule Thursday, <laughs> you know what? I, oh, you go Everyone's up Thursday scheduling. or even Wednesday, people start showing up in RVs, 
right. parking. Oh, yeah. It's two days, three days of blowout, whatever. And then game Saturday, after the game, go home, you know, you, you sleep there, whatever, party, finish, get up Sunday and go home. And then you go to work on Monday. If you play Sunday, Mm-mm. people are going to go, you know what? I ain't going. I'm going to start. I mean, I can't go. I got it. It's a big deal. Can't move those college games to Sunday. I think it's a terrible idea. I would agree with that. And I think, I think playing college games on Friday is a terrible idea. I hate that the Pac-12 does that. Yeah, that takes, I mean, it takes away from high school, but I'll tell you right. what, it adds handle. When they're, of course, but I like, oh, Thursday. I mean, thir- play it Thursday. I, I like Friday to be for high school football. I think, I think kids who play high school football deserve the right to play in front of college coaches. If you play on Friday, college coaches can't go recruit. That's the recruiting night. It's Friday night. So. Mm. I get frustrated by that. I get annoyed by that. But I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. I can tell you this like you get more handle on the college games when they're on Thursday. Without a doubt. Because people had you know, play a couple games on Thursday and it's always overlooked and overshadowed. Because the, the NFL. NFL. Right. You're going up against yeah. the big boy. So you're going to get screwed on that. But Which, if anyone that's having these discussions in the Big Ten Network, just call me. <laughs> you can reach me at, at SportsBK and Sig. You send me a DM if you'd like. It's a bad idea to move the games <laughs> against Sunday and against the NFL. It's I can true. tell you this from a book standpoint. Ain't nobody asking a book, guys. But NBC wants to cover it for 10 years. But NBC is going to build a Saturday, Sunday. They want to own it. So you, you have two games back to back to back Sunday on Saturday and then back to back right into Sunday football. You know, Ain't five games that you five games of the Big Ten right on NBC because NBC doesn't have anything on Saturday. They have, they have Notre Dame football. Notre Dame football. That's it. But you can build it like a Big Ten schedule because maybe you get Notre Dame to play the Big Ten. So. <laughs> <gasps> See, <laughs> is that the is that's that the play? The There's the play. Hey, Notre Dame, we'll build this all in. You join the Big Ten. We can help to schedule you. We can put these games together, and there you go. Now you get your standalone nationally televised <laughs> to the SEC right yep. there. They're trying to get them. Well, that's the thing because the big the thing that Notre Dame will always always tell these conferences. They say, "Can you give us a better deal than what we have right now, which is a standalone national network that carries just our games all the time, and we get preferential treatment on scheduling and preferential treatment on on time?" Because right. and NBC's there's nothing else on NBC to compete with on Saturdays. They're the Notre Dame network. So if you create it where, hey, by the way, you join the Big Ten, you will still get what you have, but we're going to pay you even more than what we're paying you now. Yeah. You don't lose anything and you gain a lot more money. Wow. And then Notre Dame's, is, Notre Dame's in the Big Ten. And they get finally, <laughs> the Big Ten gets the white whale they've been after for 30 years. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Some dirty pool, man. They're all they're all working. I mean, they got Texas and the Longhorn Network into the SEC. Yep, that would be the the feather in the cap, the with, counter move. Yeah, would I mean they went and got USC and UCLA to say yes. So they went and got the West Coast, LA, big city, big market. Now they get Notre Dame, the ultimate Midwest feather in the cap. F you to everybody. <laughs> so that's the price. <laughs> That's the play. I mean, does it work? We'll see. But that's what they're trying to accomplish is incentivizing Notre Dame to, to say finally yes to joining a conference for football. All right, let's talk some baseball. So the Angels for a long time could only win when Shohei Itani pitched. Dave, yeah. they've now lost three games in a row. 
yeah. with Shoei on the mound. If they can't win with Otani on the mound, mm-hmm. who are they going to beat? I don't know. We got a guy in the chat. His name is Trent Junk. Yeah. And some guy named Junk is pitching today for the Angels. <laughs> One o'clock. And he's favored minus 120. I I I don't know. I no Syndergaard. Atani can't win. Mike Trout's not playing. I mean, they don't have Rendon. Keep making them favorites. Everybody wants to ask the oddsmakers what they think about stuff. I used to say they'd be in the room saying, "You guys are not paying attention to the games." (laughs) Okay, stop making the Angels favorite. Put it pick, please. Let them bet the Angels. That's what I would tell you if this Mm. was embedded or book it, and you said Angels. I would say I'm booking it. If you said mm-hmm. Oakland, I would say I'll bet it. There's no um, – Oakland stinks, but it's still like, wait, what is going on? Just take Oakland and then – I mean, I think you bet under. I mean, well, no, it's a day game. Don't don't, yeah. don't bet under. It was under last night. Otani's – did his K prop go over? I think he finished with seven. Seven, that didn't go over, no. I don't think it, it did. Was seven and a half, I think. I think right? so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the – Rest. I mean, is did they just write the rest of the season off the Angels and say, "All right"? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I think that they're a fade. They're a fade for the rest of the year. How do you not? We'll keep an eye on it. But yeah, if you're Otani, are you going, man? Like, it, he's so good at just pitching. Like when he's pitching, it's fun to watch. The ball yeah. does different things. He looks like he's so in command. He literally looks like a superhero to me. Like I, I love watching good pitchers, both in softball mm-hmm. and in baseball, own whatever they're doing. You know, you saw Pedro yeah, in his prime. Of course, yeah. It's the, it's the best. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I certainly wouldn't bet on the Angels. I kind of swore off betting on them months ago. Yeah, right. Bet against them or just pass or under because they're lineup. <laughs> The line can't hit either. No, it's 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 completely yeah, neither neither they can't hit, they can't field, they can't nothing. Uh Alcantara, another complete game shutout yesterday. Oh my. Third time he's gone oh nine my. complete game. It's he's like a throw, he's a throwback. I mean, it reminds all of us what it used to look like when you had a guy that went on the mound for nine innings and you couldn't touch him. I miss it. He's the only one in baseball doing it consistently um, regardless of opponent good teams bad teams you get him the ball pretty much know what the price is you're, you're laying right I, there's no more unless he matches up against you know Scherzer or somebody DeGrom Scherzer yeah. on the road you know you may catch a small plus with him but uh, Covey Mr. C, who, who watches the show, has that 35 to 1 ticket on Sandy Alcantara to win the Cy Young. I'm driving to San Diego last night and I get the text Can you please keep Sandy healthy? That's all yeah. I said. And I said to Kylie, she was, uh, Kelsey was asleep. I said to Kylie, What's a Marlin score? I bet they're winning. She goes, It's 3 nothing in the eighth. I said, Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's pretty good. Um, it's his award. As long as he, as long as he healthy. stays healthy, it's his award. If he gets yeah. hurt, then fine. But he stays healthy. He finishes the year. It's his award. He will win the Cy Young. He's just a different animal at the moment. 
my guy Akbar just said now he needs to get the hell out of the Marlins. I don't know about that. I don't know if I agree. I with don't that. think so. I think they got a listen, lot of young talent. I mean, they they they're a team that if I was him, I'm looking around going, we're two years away from being a really good team. They got some bats. They got some arms. I mean, if the Marlins you're a free agent. Do you ever go there to Miami? Like right now with that culture, like you um, did back in the so. two, late early two thousands, like, late. 90s. I think if you're from the Dominican, if you're from the Caribbean, I think it's very enticing to go play in Miami. And I think you know that when they win, Miami will show up. They're completely fair weather, but when they're winning, they will show up. The ballpark is really wonky and odd, but it's you know it's 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 a newer ballpark. You go go play in. I it's Miami. It's South Beach. I, I it's it sells itself. It just it's it's it takes a certain type of person, you know, a kid coming from you know Dyerville, Iowa. Don't think they're really eyeballing Miami as their destination to play baseball. But why not? Because I mean, it, it's it's where they want to go. The Chicago, Reds, Chicago, Cincinnati, the Cubs. Yeah, Cubs. You want oh, to play for White Sox? Or, you know, go play for the Yankees or go play for the Ask Red Sox. Bravo Camp, where a kid from Iowa wants to go play. You I don't even want to go to South. I, Beach. I watched it. They don't want to go to Miami. No, it's not their speed. No, no. These dudes take pickup trucks on a Friday night and go into a cornfield and think it's a rocket <laughs> time. You kidding me? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like. You think, you think these kids are going to like sit there and, 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 and wind up, you know, think they're going to turn around and do that. Come on now, man. It's not what they're going to be doing. They're not down on that. Oh my God. Not their thing. Not by any means. Not even close. So, Oh wait, hold on. Matt, put him on for a second. I, I, I got to go hand what? something off to a guy. Hold on. Oh yeah. Hand something off to a guy. He's doing a handoff here. What the hell is, what, what, what's he doing? Oh my gosh. Chat, if you had your choice, where would you want to go if you were a Major League Baseball free agent right now? And not, I mean, you can't say the best teams. So nobody in first place. So where would you go? I mean, Pittsburgh ain't a bad place. It's a great place to raise a family. Ballpark's incredible. And the food's really, really good there. I mean, it's a good place. Taxes are a little bit high, but um, I wouldn't mind that, but I would go to South Beach tomorrow. I don't know what P. Rod's talking about. So, sorry, that's okay. It's the handoff the okay? Yeah, fine. I'd get the keys out there. I forgot to put the keys oh. on. So he was outside oh. banging, banging on my door. <laughs> oh, nice. I was like, right. ah, sorry. I didn't even hear him. That's yeah. all right. So that's I should go, go do that. Uh, all right. So, Dodgers, Giants. Yesterday goes under. Yep. Today, Kershaw, two and one to the over. Day game. Total is eight. Yeah. Over, over or under? Over. You like over? Over. You? I don't know. I didn't bet it, but uh, eight, I would only. I would eight only is an over. interesting number for a Dodger game with Kershaw pitching. Right. It's like a. Kershaw on the road. Yeah. Right. Something like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, hmm. Four two, four three, five two. Oh yeah, no, it could go under. It could go under. I was um, like, that's an interesting number. When you went to do the handoff, I asked the the chat this question. I'll ask yeah. you now that you didn't hear it when you come back. If you could pick one team right now as in the Major League Baseball free agent where you would want to go, without picking 
the first place teams. So you don't tell me New York. Don't tell me um, the Dodgers. That's easy. Pick me a team that you think is going to be on the come up like that. Good in a year, good in two years. That it's a good city. Because, I mean, Miami sells itself, like you said. This is I would really, go to Miami. A really, in a really easy question. What? Is even a where are you going? To where you are right now. San Diego. Not even a question. There you go. Why would that's not even a debate? Like, what? Where, where, where else you go? Traffic is terrible here. Oh please, traffic is terrible here. It's terrible. Okay. It's terrible where, other, Chicago, other than San Diego. In, other than San Diego, Miami. where would you go? San Diego. Um, other than San Diego, I would look at Seattle. Oh, and see, nice. and see, and see, nice. and see what they're up to, depending yeah. on what what type of personality I am. Especially if I'm Asian, I'm all over Seattle. Right. Um, but first pick would be San Diego. Second pick would be uh, would be Seattle. Third pick would probably, I mean, a team that I think is going to be very good in the future. I think the Marlins are going to be very good in the future. I'd go to Pittsburgh. Oh, there's a stunner. I'm going where I'm from. <laughs> I was making a case. The food's really good. The traffic is not bad. Talking the ballpark about, is top three in baseball, and they're going to be really good in a year or two, and they're in the NL Central. You just say that PNC Park is top three in baseball? It's, it's, it is. I've been to 20 of the ballparks. It is. And, and you're picking your home ballpark, not Wrigley, not Fenway. So we're going we're going Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Ask the people in Boston if they like Fenway Park. We love Fenway Park. It's ours. We can talk crap about it because it's ours, but it's an insane it's, ballpark. You told me the seats are facing the wrong way. It does, way but it places. screams history. They're tiny seats. It's not even Exactly. It's, it's Fenway place. Park. You it's can't special. recreate. No one was playing baseball in Pittsburgh in a ballpark in 1908. Yes, they you play, were. You play in right now. They're not playing in the same ballpark. And you're yeah, playing the, the same ballpark. A brand new Park. one. And it's beautiful. Field. You're playing. You have the top two ballparks in baseball are Fenway Park and Wrigley Field. After that, start the debate. But if you tell me that PNC Park is number one, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Dodger Stadium is okay. That could be three, and I'd take that one, two, three, and I would say yes, and I would agree with anyone who wants to argue that. Petco take the order. Park is top five. Petco Park is unbelievable too. Hmm. It's really nice. Um, I haven't been to the ones in San Francisco. Or I have never made it to Candlestick yet. I, I have. like that one. I, I want to go there. Candlestick um, is nice. I mean, I like Candlestick. I I, I can't say that I'm you like. You went to Candlestick back in the day. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was Before nice. Before this mean, ballpark, yeah. Yep, and and I, I I like the new park. I always forget the name of it because it changed names like eighteen times. Um, AT&T is that what it is now? Is it AT and T Park? I don't know. I can't. Uh, it, it keeps on changing names. Um, yeah. I really Camden Yards is really really unique. Awesome. I love but, it. It was unique for so long that everybody copied it. And now yeah. you, you go to like Nationals Park, you go to the Bell in Philadelphia. Like there's just so many parks that feel like Hammond Yards now that like they all just stole that unique. Right. You know, it's new, but it feels like it's old type of situation. Right. And that Oracle Park. The chat's the best. Thanks, Goroff. That's Oracle what that, that's where the Giants play? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yes, I mean, that's – I saw Barry Bonds at number 70 there. So, I mean – Oh, 
That's right. You were there. So I was there for that. So like I, I've Colorado. Seen, would you ever go to Colorado? It's the site of my greatest sports memory. So, I mean, I have, a, I have a, a weird place in my heart for that ballpark, but it, yeah, but they, if you were a free agent, I wouldn't want to go pay. there. No. Why would you go? Like you got to go, you got to go through the Dodgers no. and the Padres. And like, I mean, if no. I'm a big skier, I guess, or I like the mountains, I guess. I mean, it's in a really cool part of the city. It's right in the middle. It's near everything. Yeah, yeah. You drink and party and, I mean, they, they did a really good job with Coors Field. It's it's awesome where it is in the in the city. It's cool, but right. I mean, I mean, Denver is one of those towns that like perfectly sized for me. But the winter, I never, I could never make it. Like you can get around in Denver. Denver's not hard to get around, but it's a big enough city that it's got everything you need. If you want to go to, you know, if you want to go to Bronco games, you want to go to. Uh, to Rockies games, you can get in there. Traffic's not too bad. A lot of outdoor stuff to do. You know, really beautiful, picturesque market. But winter's just no. I think you really got to be looking at the NL Central or the AL Central. Like, who's the next team? AL Central. Just, no, like, to, who in to the go, AL Central do you want to go play for? I mean, who? Listen, Nate. Nate Irvine in in the chat just said, as a Michigan man, PNC Park is top notch baseball. Park. I didn't say it wasn't top notch. You said it was top three. I think it's crazy. <laughs> it's an insane, it is, it is it's an insane statement. It's an insane statement. Go and you insane it. statement. Is a Pittsburgh's ballpark is a top three ballpark in baseball. It's, it's absolutely amazing. insane. It's it's right there on the It's Looney Tunes. It's Looney Tunes of a state. Cleveland. You can go to Cleveland right now. Why? They're going to be super good in the year <sighs> I'll say this. The Padres are going to be better than Cleveland in a year or two. The Mariners are going to be better than the Cleveland's going to be in a year or two. I think the Mariners is the sneaky best answer to that question. And the Marlins may be better than the Guardians are going to be in a year or two. But you told me all the people from the Midwest don't want to go to Miami. Well, I'm saying they don't grow up. I don't dream about it. But baseball is basically 50% Hispanic now anyway. So... (laughs) It's the, the Miami's right. a Miami's a place they want to play. They want to go down there. So like I said, any heritage to Puerto Rico, any heritage to the Dominican, any heritage to, you know, an Island down there, Miami is yeah. home. That's a unbelievable place to play. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't, I, I like what the Marlins are doing. I mean, I do. I, I, th- I think that they've got a, I thought they'd be, I bet they're over this year for wins. It's not going to get there, but I, I like Miami a lot. I think they've got some really nice young players. It's hard division. It's like the, it's yeah, becoming yeah. like the AL East. It is a hard division. That, they, uh, that right. is true. Um, so unders for Kyle Freeland used to be a thing. Now they're yep. over. Yep. Musgrove, Freeland, San Diego today. Seven and a half. We're going over on this one? If I can get these two out of bed and moving, we're going to go see Kyle Freeland Day in person. Oh. Um, Seven and a half, right? Yikes! It's kind of like, hmm, <laughs> that's an interesting number. I'd have to bet over, right? I think so. Too. Musgrove, Musgrove hasn't been uh, his last three starts dominant since the All Star game. I don't think he's been good. He's good, good, good until an inning, and then he keeps having the inning where he's giving up four earned runs or whatever it is. So. But that lineup, do I want right now 
even with Freeland being lefty, do I want to take under in a day game in San Diego today? It's a good point. And it's seven and a half. I think it's an over adjustment. I think the number should be eight, but it's the Musgrove number and the Freeland number. I think it's too low. I don't, I'd only bet over. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's Freeland's been very um, inconsistent <laughs> and yeah. Musgrove has been hit kind of hard lately. So I think seven right. and a half is kind of the books not catching up yet to the trends as to what we've seen, yeah. how these games have gone. So I would tend, I would go over as well. Yeah. Syndergaard makes his debut today for Philly against the Nationals. Oh my! At home, Syndergaard was was really good at home. He was horrible yeah. on the road. But he was really right. good at home. Yeah. But was that because of the ballpark in Anaheim that he was really good pitching in, or was he just more comfortable at home because he's minus two thirty five right now? <laughs> so it begins the post Soto National numbers disaster, right? Whatever you think it is. <laughs> Double. Double. <laughs> <laughs> That's my saying. But whatever you think it is, add 20 cents in baseball. So if you were thinking two dollars, make it two twenty. If you were thinking two ten, make it two thirty. Who in the hell is betting the Nationals now on anybody against anything on the road at home? I mean, you saw what happened the other night. You had the sharpest rhombuses and parallelograms in the world couldn't wait to run to the counter or send it through the app to lay 280 320 drive that number all the way to 350 or 360 on the Mets and the Nationals took them down every single day you're going to see price discovery on the numbers against the Nationals Syndergaard gets traded from the east the west coast back home to the east coast Mm -hmm. To, to a division team that he was in the division. He knows the Nationals. He don't know this Nationals team. Because the last time he pitched against this Nationals team, there was a whole different lineup. There wasn't one guy in the lineup today. So if you hear that, oh, his success against the Nationals, bit bullshit today between now and 4 o'clock starting Pacific. Don't buy it. Just know, I think you can lay it. I think you can lay it. The cat wants to get on the show. Yeah, it's driving me crazy. Oh, he busted yeah. into the door. He busted the door down because I went out there and let the door crack open to so the game busting in. Oh, oh. The door. He, wanted, he, he wants to make his appearance today. Uh, and then finally, game of the day, Braves and the Mets. Mets minus 120 at home. Who are you taking? Right. Carrasco. Same two teams played May, late May. 3 nothing win same, for the Mets. Same matchup, right? Same, pitch, same, same pitching matchup, yep. At they played in City May, Field. and they had the same head-to-head. Yep, three nothing win. Carrasco went eight shutout innings. What chances are that? Damn it! Uh, Carrasco went eight against them. Mm-hmm. I I really like him. I, I saw him pitch in person uh, in spring training, and I was so impressed. And I've been a big fan of his secretly when he was like when he was in Cleveland. I was just like, and then his story. You gravitate toward guys. It's weird. And I, I saw a lot of his last start. He's on, man. I said before the season, this guy's got the potential to be the best fourth or fifth starter in baseball. 
Mm. This would be one of those guys that I would be drafting in fantasy leagues if I was still doing fantasy leagues because he's getting – he don't get the ace. He don't get the number two. He's getting three or better. Right. I think it's number short. What is it? Minus what? 120. 115 now. Of course, everybody's the, – the, the sharp money, the, the bad guys are betting the Braves. They're taking plus money with the first-place team or – you know, co-first place team. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes sense. Give me Carrasco. I, I, I'll be fine with that. Kyle Wright, I believe it's five straight games he's won. That's good. He's been very good. He's been very good. I lean Braves today on that. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't that total is eight. Let me see what the total is. Eight. Well, hold on to that conversation. That's better to book it. So hold that. My, my, one of my better to book it plays is the total in this game. So... We'll get to that Uh, time now for the circus sports schedule of the day being brought to you by the circus sports survivor pro football, football handicapping contest, 6 million bucks payout last year. They're back with new rules. Just as much money on the table, 20 legs during the football season. Players cannot pick the same team twice. Entries are $1,000, six per player, September 10th, 2 PM must be your deadline physically in Vegas to register, hire a proxy. If you would like who, is left standing to win a million dollars could be you this year with circus survivor for full contest rules and details log on to circusports.com if you need a proxy we'll talk to vegas maddie tomorrow for our first roll call friday being brought to you by footballcontest.com team of the day cincinnati which i wish they were shouldn't they be in the big 10 like they're such a big 10 team to me are they they are to me I mean, that's part of the country that they're in. Have you ever been to Cincinnati? Yes. I've only driven through. I've never stayed. Well, I've been on the Kentucky side more, but yeah, I've been to to Cincinnati. It really is is Kentucky. It's Kentucky. It's like, it's it's Ohio, but it's Kentucky. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I don't know if the big, I mean, obviously the Big Ten would fly there. Big Ten would fly anywhere. What do you mean? Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like a it's, yeah. isn't Cincinnati like a forty-five minute ride from Columbus for? A bike yes, flight? but no, that's no. what I mean. It's already Ohio State. Like they'll be the. I mean, they'll be the little brother that never could. Yeah, M- Michigan State it's is just, in Michigan. Same with Michigan. I mean, you can, I don't know. Cincinnati's got a lot of recruiting ground in in both states that they can pull from. Yeah, they get second, third, and fourth picks. They don't ever get first. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, maybe now since somebody can offer them some huge NIL deal or something, but any kid that grows up in Cincinnati is going to. Yeah. So 13 and, one, 13 and one last year, eight and zero oh in conference. Awesome for, last year for them playoffs and everything else. So here is the schedule nine, you know, nine wins here for Cincinnati. This is, this schedule is, you know, we'll see. Ritter's gone. Keep their coach, though. They open up at Arkansas. Good for them. At Arkansas, one of the Go better week, one of the better week one matchups in all of college. What's the line on that game? I'm going to say Arkansas minus three. It's seven minus seven for Arkansas. Since he covered, I, I mean, I don't think we know a whole lot about Cincinnati right now. That's the problem. I don't know shit about 
Right. I mean, it's, you have a, which quarterback, I think it's a, the, the, the Lichtenberg kid, I think is a guy that they're going to have play the sophomore from Toledo. Um, but you know, they, they've got a big question at quarterback replacing Ritter. So are they able to actually, you know, be better than last year? No, but Luke Fickle's locked down. So, you know, they lost sauce Gardner off this team, which obviously is a big loss to that defense. So they're going to run the ball like crazy, like we know, and play defense. That's going to be their whole, that's going to be their stick. Today's that game. The game against Saturday, the 3rd of September. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a week one. It's huge. Notre Dame's playing Ohio State. Yep, yep. Um, watching that game for that line move too. I haven't bet right? it yet. I haven't bet it yet, but I'm watching it. Well, it's a twelve thirty game in Arkansas. I, I would only take the points. I would only take the points. There. I don't think since he can win it, but I would take them plus seven. Are, are, are people going? Is my name floating around in Boston again? Why am I getting DMs from people in Boston? What about what did you going do now? I have no idea. What'd you do? Some, someone says I, I, they're bringing up the fight that I had back in the day with the morning show on 98.5. Cause I, I called them a bunch of yahoos. And so he's saying, you're the sports talk yahoo clown question, bro. You'll never be Joey Murray, who is a sports gambling person in Boston. I've never actually spoken about Joe Murray in my life. What question did I ask? <laughs> Did I ask a question recently that was somehow in fury, pe- making people mad in Boston? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What did I do? I don't know what I said. I mean, I did. What? Who, who have I interviewed recently? What question have I asked? I don't know. That's odd. I'm gonna let us know. Three different uh, DMs. Yeah, chat. If you, if you so, see people, you see, you see people floating around. Post it in the betprep.com slash chat. Uh, there you, you go. Don't even need a subscription to pay. There's no subscription charge for that. You can put that in. Uh, like, come in are, here. Put it in the chat here. Just watch the show. Hit the I'm like getting, button while you're at it. People are giving me. Oh no! <laughs> Someone's sending me question. It's a it's a, a bunch of videos spliced together about fights on Spirit Airlines on the way to Vegas. George says, I listen to the podcast every day. You guys were talking about Spirit Airlines and I thought of you guys with this clip. It's a clip of people fighting on Spirit Airlines on the way to Vegas. If we made a line on it, it would be like minus 8,000. What? Would be a fight? Oh, hi. Would it be a fight on a flight on Spirit from Vegas? Yes. 100%. Minus 8,000. Sorry. Kennesaw State. No. Lost. I agree. Kennesaw State win. Right. Miami of Ohio. It's an important Where's recruiting the game? game. At home, 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, noon kickoff Win. Eastern, ESPNU. Win. I agree. Home for Indiana. Wait, so I have three wins or two? You have two. Two and one. Me too. Two. Okay, two. Home for Indiana. Ooh. That's an important game for them. I'll say win. Yeah, I would agree. Three and one start at Tulsa. Probably sneaky harder game than you think, but win. Yeah, I would agree. Home for South Florida. Win. Boy, we're both at five and one to start. How about that? At SMU. Tough game, right? I think it's a loss. 
I'll put it in pencil, but I'll say loss. At Central Florida. Well, I have no idea what Central Florida is going to be. Honestly, I have no, no idea. It's tough, be right? good? Yeah, it, it, it's tough. I mean, it's a complete changeover and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, they were hurt last year and just a disaster. Um, it's tough. Central Florida. I'll say win. They went five and three last it. year, nine and four. I'm going to say loss. And they lose back-to-back road games at SMU and at. I think they split those. Okay. Home for Navy. Win. Home for East Carolina. Win. I agree. At Temple. Should win. I think it's a win. And then home for Tulane. That's a fun game. Uh, If I win, I give 10. Correct. What's the number? Don't know. It's November. Just a twenty. Well, no. What's the season win? Nine. Oh, nine flat or nine and a half? Nine flat. Juice favorite? Juice to the over. Yes, should be minus thirty. Um, no. Uh, no, sorry. Oh. I think it's minus, actually, I think it's minus one forty. Yeah, it should be nine and a half. Move the damn <laughs> number. Just move the damn number. <laughs> Mikey, awesome. How many times I got to say it? Move the damn number. How's that? Let's see where Circa is on this just for, for Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati at Circa is at nine and a half. They're at nine and a half plus 105 to the over, minus 125 to the under. Thank you. So. That's the book that moves the number. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have nine and three. I have losses at Arkansas, at SMU, at Central Florida. I think they go nine and three. They win all the home games? Yep. Yeah. Home games it's are nine, It's nine and three or ten and two. Can we can we agree yep. that an, another undefeated run to the playoff is not happening? Not happening. No, they're not that good. This is a rebuild year for sure. I mean, they know that. But I mean you know, home games. Year? You Nick Saban had a rebuild year. He went to the yeah, the championship. It's Kennesaw State, Miami of Ohio, Indiana, South Florida, Navy, East Carolina, and Tulane. Those are they all better winnable. not lose a damn game yeah, at home. Those are all winnable games at home. And Wait, then did at, I have seven home games too? To count those one, again? Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. How do you get seven home and five away? I mean, these schools that pull this shit off, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's a non time. Six and six. Right. Supposed to be, but seven and five. I think nine and three is a good number. I would, I would bet under. I have under nine and a half at circa, or then over, over at FanDuel gets you, gets you nine, gets you the push. Right, but you got to lay that juice. But you lay the juice, so you got, you got, you, you, you get hit with that. So, all right, folks on Sports Grid, thank you so much. We are back tomorrow for our roll call Friday, being presented by FootballContest.com. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow on Sports Good after Pat McAfee for you guys on Twitter and Facebook, Twitter and uh, YouTube. Stick around. More with us here for BVB. All right. Uh, the story of the day. We're going to go back to our Nerfy conversation for the Props.com story of the day. Spence has had a little bit of a bumpy after we started talking about him. When eight out of ten. And then has come down to back down to earth just a just a little bit on that. Yeah, it's hard. Shit's hard. But he's coming back right to it with the Cubs and the Cardinals. 
for a nerfy. Currently, his record is 25 and 17 on these. Mm-hmm. No run, first inning, Cubs, Cardinals, Strowman versus Mikulis. Game one of the doubleheader. It starts at 1.15 Eastern time. So let's, well, a game has already started, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So games are started, so. yeah. Did he have a nerfy? He did have a nerfy. Let's see. Um, that did game he win it? Three nothing. Top of seven. Uh, let's see. So that's my bad. Sorry. I, I missed the start time of that game. Um, game was three nothing. And there was, nope, run in the top of the first. Cubs, <laughs> Cubs got a run. So we couldn't, that was not our jinxing. We did not jinx Save that. you money. Don't blame yep. us. <laughs> that was, we, we didn't jinx it. It was already dead before we even started talking about it. So that wasn't on us. But what is hot right now is the betprep.com prop bet of the day. Eight consecutive winners, Dave. That shit. Eight straight W's for this. Now, now we're obviously pointing it out. So it's going to lose today. But. Oh. This has been the hot, hot, hot thing of the company at the moment with these strikeout props. Yep. Lucas Giolito cast yesterday, got seven Ks. Yes, Alex did. Cobb over four and a half Ks at minus 130 here for. No, sorry. That was just, that was yesterday. Sorry. I got scrolled on. It's Johnny Cueto. Open the other tab. No, it's not the tab. What are it's, you it's doing? Just, it was just, I didn't scroll down. You, do you know how many emails Play I have in a row here? It's a million. No, I don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> you don't oh, want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. Oh, <laughs> this is, we started this show in December. This, this is the same running email chain. Uh, Johnny Cueto over four and a half Ks. We cashed the cob in the second inning yesterday. So that Johnny was Cueto today over four and a half Ks plus one ten at Caesars. He's done this. Five of his last five starts on the road, averaging five Ks a game. It's going to be right on the number. Eight of 11 after his team has covered, averaging 4.8. Cueto faced the Rangers once this year back in on June 12th, had four Ks in that one. Over the last 21 days at home versus right-handed pitchers, the Rangers have a K rate of 30% with 174 plate appearances. That K rate is the highest in major league baseball over that time at home against a righty in his 13 games pitch of the season. Cueto has averaged 6.3 innings per start. If you go six, he cashes this strikeout K of over four and a half K's at plus money plus plus one ten. How do you feel about it? What am, I, what am I supposed to say right now? I got an eight game winning streak. I'm supposed to say, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yes. Supposed to say you don't like it. I, I mean, for Spence, for, for the prop, bed prep for everybody. I don't like it. <laughs> now, now, honestly, how do you feel about it? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> now you like it. It's okay though. Cause the last two you said you've liked and they've cashed. So, right. I, okay. I mean, so I can't be blamed for the jinx. I, I, well, no, wait, this is going to, this is, what is it? Four and a half? Yes. Over four and a half. This is going to, I mean, he ain't getting eight. Okay. He, the only way you get this is if he gets five. Right. And he's gotten five. He's averaging five over the last five games. I, I know over to, over to, over to, and then <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put it on it, but I wouldn't bet this. Like I'm looking through the pitcher's names as you're getting ready to, come with the K prop and I'm like, oh, maybe he went Freeland or Musgrove or maybe he went Carrasco or Wright or 
or oh, Furlander under, you got to play that. Manoa day, Manoa over. You, you, you came with Cueto. <laughs> like, that would have, I, I just last on the list other than Pavetta and Bubik. Like, I, 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 good luck betting this if you're betting this. I mean, this is, and 100%, Tony LaRusso will not be awake. If he lasts, if Cueto lasts into the sixth or seventh and this goes way over, Tony's sleeping. End of the day. No. Hmm. By the way, Matthew Berry just announced that he is joining Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football, the TV broadcast? Yep. NBC? He's doing Peacock, NBC Sports, and Sunday Night Football. He's going to be doing fantasy content and probably betting content for Sunday Night Football after leaving ESPN. He got a bag. <laughs> Matthew Berry got a bag. Really? That's McAfee money right there to do what he just got. That's that's a that's a chunk. Is All it? Right. Oh, yeah. to be on the number one TV program on TV? Yes. More people watch NBC, more people watch Sunday Night Football than any other program for the last five years on TV. It's a bag. <laughs> that's a bag. Seven figure back per year. Yeah, it's an eight figure. It's 10, 15, 20 million a year. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a, I, I would be stunned if it's, if it's less than 10 million a year. Stunned. What? <laughs> Yep. It's television Sunday night football. What? <laughs> oh my not, god. Not, now you're just doing it for Mikey Awesome's gifts. I just have to make sure he gets enough auctions. That's there you all. go. Better to book it time. Brought to you by oh, Caesars. Cool. JTP15 is the promo code for a new account. Gets you up to a $1,500 risk-free wager. Raiders minus two. Jacksonville tonight. Canton, Ohio. Hall of Fame. Book game. it. Book it. <laughs> no, you, you come with a side on an NFL preseason game. <laughs> the first one. It didn't matter what side you were saying. Okay. You're gonna book it. All right. I was gonna fine. book it. Yeah, I like the Raiders. I, I haven't bet it yet, but I want to get your take on the game to yeah, see what you thought. I, just, there's no I don't want to side in this thing. I'll let you pick the side, not just book. It. There's no way. All right. So these three games, these three next three, I have bet for just the picks. Under you didn't 30, do the total? Under 30 and a half. Oh. Oh, we're betting this. Minus 110, under 30 and a half. You want to get real frisky, bet under 28. We can find that. An alt under. How about alt that? Alt under. Get some super plus money if you like, and really get your blood pressure up and aggravated. This <laughs> will so probably finish 27. Or 30. Well, then you lose if you do the alternate total, and right. then I don't want to get blamed for that. I think it's I think it's between twenty four and thirty. So what I'm looking for is an in game touchdowns, right? In the game, yeah, I'm Can looking for an in game number of twenty one or lower. Oh, look at that's you! What that's what I'm looking for. So I want to middle. So this. you're going to make an in game bet on this? I got to find game? a book who's offering in game on this. But this is my this is my strategy. My strategy is a zero zero first quarter. And not sweating nothing. And I don't want to sweat the fourth quarter with the scrubs going for their, you know, highlight reel moment. 
because everyone playing in the fourth quarter will be cut in two weeks. Oh, every, everyone. everybody, the whole, every, anyone playing in the fourth quarter of this game tonight will not be on the team. will be gone. So I don't want to worry about it. So I want to try to middle it. So I've got 30 and a half. And then hopefully it's a low scoring first quarter. And then some book is doing in game and some book offers me 21, 20, 18, something like that. And then I'll bet over and I'll just try to middle it. You're crazy. <laughs> I think it's, a, I, I, like I mean, it's strategy. not a bad move though, good. because like, but you, you, you the may fast not start even have the option. You may not even have yeah. the option because I don't know who's going to book it in game. I don't, I don't know who's going to offer in game, but I'm hoping somebody of the automation doesn't care. And they just correct. That's the only one. About- like there's the, the punishment to get ready for football season. You give the rookie the job and say, you're going to do the in game for the hall of fame. game. <laughs> Enjoy that <laughs> guy has to sit there and go, ain't nobody scoring. How much, how, how low do I make a total now? What do I do? What do I do? Oh, 24, 21 and a half. I mean, at some point, this might get to 17 and a half. Which is beautiful. And fire the over and I can kick my heels up and I'm good. That's what I'm going to do. I don't do. think it would drop below 20 and a half, but that would be the number. It depends okay. on the I way they score. Yeah, if you give me so, yeah, 21, get, I'm looking get, for 21. You, might, give me you a, might have an opportunity. In game of 21, I'm betting over. And, okay. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over 21 and under 30 and a half and just sit back and enjoy myself and see what happens. There you go. Play it there. Uh, Mets Braves under eight and a half minus one twenty today with All Carrasco right. and Wright going. So we haven't done this in a while. For people new to the show, I'm away. Had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to drive, a lot of time. Whatever woke up in a great mood. Kids are still fucking sleeping. I'm. Tr- <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna supposed to hang up and get ready. I'm ten minutes from the ballpark. If I go myself, they're going to be so bad. But the Braves and Mets is a B-squared play. Ooh, you like it that much, huh? I do. Uh, we got Carrasco. We got right. We got the right pitchers, the right time. It's the first game of the series. Mm-hmm. All playoff indications are it's a playoff-type game. The game's going on. So Kyle Wright is 13 and four with a 2.93 ERA. The last five times he has pitched, it's been nine, seven, nine, nine in seven runs being scored, but he's won them all. So what mm. I'm hope what I'm hoping for is that Carrasco, who beat these Braves three nothing at City Field back in May, that he keeps them down. That he has a very good pitching performance and it's a two to one, three to one type of game. What are the scores of Carrasco's last five games? Um, he's been primarily an unders guy. He's 11 and four, 3.79, uh, five, nine, eight, 13 and four. But he has gone zero, 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 two, one earned runs over the last five. His team has been scoring. He's won his last five starts too. That's why I didn't bet a side in this game because I was like, man, rubber meets the road. Right. So just take the under and just take the under. It's come down. I got eight and a half last night. It's down to eight right now. There's only one eight and a half left right now. Hit refresh. Circus sports sitting at eight and a half. What's the juice? Unders minus 120. That's what I bet last night. Wow. They didn't move it. Huh? 
You're not moving lines yet. You're not moving the numbers. These <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought. I mean, everybody else is moving. I thought they might. The juice might go up or something. I'm surprised. That's where I bet it last night was at circa at eight and a half minus one. I used to love the counter in the back when they'd say, "Oh, I've made a bet and you guys moved the line." I'm like, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. <laughs> you didn't it do it. You. No. No. Some guys used to get the charge out of that. Like, if it, it would be coincidental. You know, they bet a dime on a game and it would move. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it wasn't you, man. It wasn't you. Hmm. And then finally, Blue Jays twins. I'm going Blue Jays money line at minus 120 today. Betting, betting or booking the Blue Jays against the twins on the road with our guy no. Noah on the no. ground. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. Um, I'll bet it. I, I, I'm going to make sure he's good. Minnesota. Sonny Gray has not been great at home. His splits are Correct. weird. I'm looking at yeah. Sonny Gray's. His splits, he's a much better road pitcher than a home pitcher for the Twins. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a lot of coin flip feel to me, too. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's going to be really good this back half. I mean, they've been good up to this point, but they're. I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to win a division. Wow. Um, but Manoa... Uh, K prop over. I think the game goes over. Yep. I looked at that too. I, I just, I just, I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, Gray's ERA at home is 3.96. He's two and one on the year. He's given up five home runs at home to just two on the road. He's only yeah. pitched three innings more this year at home than on the road. So he's been hit hard. And that's why I was like, well, maybe the over is the play given what the Blue Jays have done. Right. And how they can hammer baseball. So I was like, you know, maybe the over is to play, but I was, Noah is my nervous, is my worry. If it's six to one, we goes under. That's why I don't like the over. I'm not sure the twins score a whole lot. Uh Uh-huh. That's That's a good point. That's why I like the Blue Jays. I was like, you know what? Manoa's been really, his splits, he's a better road pitcher than a home pitcher. He has been great. He has been really good on the road. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would lean over. Uh, I'll, I'll go with you. We'll bet it with Toronto. Two point three seven ERA on the road. Two point four eight at home. He's five and three. Um, opposing batting average a little bit higher on the road at two twenty nine. He's given up eight home runs to four on the road, but earned runs given up sixteen on the road, eighteen at home, and mm. basically same same five only five more innings on the road at home than on the road. So he's been very good on the road and at home been very good period, but I, just, I think it's a better pitching matchup. He's better on the road. And I was just like, man, if they could hit him hard and go over or Manoa can be really good and the twins don't score anything and it goes under. So that's why I stayed away from a total and just said, you know what? I like the Blue Jays is to win the game. <laughs> that smart said he's just missed about eight big blinds while watching the show today. He's playing Whoops. Eight big blinds. How could we entertain somebody to miss eight big blinds? Like you miss it once. <laughs> Bet smart. You can't miss it eight times. You just now you're just being that guy at the table. True. But uh, favorite thing about today is what? I, I'm guessing I know what yours is going to be. You're in San Diego. I'm in San Diego, baby. We're, we're, <laughs> I got this the last hat change for the people that have stayed this long, right? Are you wearing the 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 City Connect? To I the- brought the brown stuff because I didn't know because they only wear the City Connect on Friday or the weekends. Okay. And it's a Thursday day game. So you don't want and to be the that guy that's wearing the city connect when the team's not well, wearing. Well, one, no, I would have, I, I brought it, I brought right. it, but like, it's so nice that I don't want to get 
if I get a hot dog or I get those fish tacos or if I get the crazy good stuff to eat, Petco Park meals are great. Really? If I get something on the jersey, I'm going to be mad. Okay. And I don't want to be mad. So I, it's like a show jersey, a show hat. I don't want to get sweaty. It's, uh, it's a little sticky today. I, I'm, I'm thinking the game may go over. Ball may carry a little bit today. So, yes, hopefully – the kids are still stirring over there, but they ain't moving. Game starts in one hour. Follow me on Twitter at SportsBK. Hopefully we'll be there. I got the yes at minus 400. You're going to be there for first pitch. I go myself. Nah. So They'll get up. They don't get ready fast, P. Ralph. They're not like boys. I know, but for baseball games, you, a long time. I know. We don't got to worry too much about you, you. You're going to a game. It's just. It's what I tell them. You're going to a game. So the. They'll Should be. I bring the glove? As a 51-year-old, hell to the no. But if a ball comes up. Hell to the no. You do not bring a glove. If they each one of your daughters, let them carry the glove. They won't do it. Because they're smart. <laughs> I stopped bringing glove. a glove to the game years ago. But, well, I mean, at the All-Star game, literally you know almost hat. got hit with catch, a screamer. Catch it with a hat. Almost got hit with a screamer. Take the hat off. Catch it with that. Don't. I will do that, actually. Dude, I will dude, do that. Use the hat. Don't use don't use that. Should uh, use a BBB hat or Padres. Either or. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's a good story either way. Uh, my favorite thing about today is easy. It's the return of football. We've made it through the barren desert of June and July. We are into preseason football. It's football nonetheless. It's, it's you know, it's, it, 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 it may not be great, but it's still football. <laughs> It's Jacksonville wins tonight. You'll be bitching tomorrow on the show. I haven't haven't bet the Raiders yet. I didn't. I I just bet the total. I haven't bet the Raiders yet. I I said I wanted to get your take on it before I wanted to see what you. I don't better to book. It isn't always a play. I always. I often use better to book it sometimes to gauge where you are. Gotcha. Just just to see what your thoughts are on the play. If you like it or you hate it, it helps to kind of solidify where I'm going to bet it. But under 30 and a half is my play. That's that's for sure. The two baseball bets are my play. That's for sure. Um, But I may bet the Raiders. I don't know. I'm watching the line. See where the line move goes right before before kick. If it goes up or down. Chat, you guys are my witnesses. If the game falls 17-14, that's 31. (laughs) And I lose. That's fine. And we you know start what? off football it's season with a half point. It's my fault because it was 33 and a half and I bet it late. So this would be a good lesson. This would be a good fault. lesson. I should have done right? it earlier. I was watching it and I was like, I should bet the under in that game. But I was like, you know, Especially I want to see. Especially you were so cold in the baseball. You could have just took in your stab that day. Well, that's why I did. That's why I took Alabama minus 14 and a half against Texas. I've already done that. What's that line, by the way? That's 17. So. I mean, I did that with Alabama, and so I'm and I'm watching the same thing with Ohio State and Notre Dame. So I haven't jumped on that yet, but I'm eyeballing Ohio State. Train's Notre Dame. moving. It it train's is. moving. Well, I got to bet it, but it's I'm watching it, going, okay, wh- when do I feel like it'll run? <laughs> I just got to get in front of it before it runs. It's okay All if right. it creeps incrementally up. It's when it runs is my problem, and that's Alabama Texas ran, and that's why I got. Minus 14 and a half at DraftKings because <laughs> here in Vegas, it ran and it ran to 17. And I was like, oh boy, wait, 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 wait. I want 14 and a half. Give me 14 and a half. I oh, want that number. Okay. Rather 14, rather 12 when it opened at 12. But, you know, that thing got on a kite and went. That thing ran. So that, that's going to close at 21 or something. Oh, that's going to be, that's gonna God, be stupid. Go. 
we'll see. Well, you enjoy San Diego and enjoy the game. You're on the show tomorrow. Yes or yeah, no? Man. Yeah, okay. we're in. Same situation. So Dave will be in San Diego tomorrow. We'll be back doing the same thing for a roll call Friday tomorrow. First time Can't being wait. sponsored by footballcontest.com. Maddie Simon, Vegas Maddie, will join us for an update on the Circa Million contest, signups, and everything going on with his proxy business coming up tomorrow on the program. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Enjoy football tonight. Recap tomorrow on the Bostonia versus the book.